HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. HRN is food radio supported by you. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org. Hearst Ranch is a proud sponsor of the Heritage Radio Network. Learn more about Hearst Ranch at hearstranch.com. I'm Allison Kane, and welcome to In the Sauce, a podcast about building consumer brands from the ground up. I love doing this show because I get to interview everyone from production gurus to marketing and social media mavens, anyone who can guide me on this crazy journey. This is the story of building Haven's Kitchen sauces, but it's also the story of every growing brand because we're all in the sauce. Today, I'm speaking with Maddie Kennedy, our very own senior brand manager at Haven's Kitchen. And we're talking Expo West. It's an all Expo podcast. So sorry to those of you who are not going or not planning on ever going. This one is not for you. Um, But Maddie is knee deep in planning at the moment. And um, we thought it would be a really fun, very informative way to talk all things marketing, um, specifically not so much sales, but more marketing um, for Expo. Maddie has been working in food and marketing since graduating from college in 2018. That's when she came to Havens, starting in social, then retention, now immersed in the wild world of trade shows and other activations, along with partnerships, and generally being a source of brand truth for the company. She also contributes to the Substack People, Brands, and Things, the hottest source for what's new in the consumer world. Welcome, Madison. (laughs) Thank you. I know, I feel like when I'm in work mode, I tend to introduce myself as Madison. Um, So when I sent you that bio, it was like full stop full name. I know. It's Um, very hardcore. Yeah. But call me Maddie. Uh, Yes. Totally fine. Um, Yeah. I'm excited to chat through all things Expo West. Um, We are nearing, like I think it's three weeks until showtime. Really exciting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I just, I mean, as your leader um, and someone who gets to work with you, who has been working with you for, I don't know, close to six years. Crazy. Um, I just have to tell you, you are crushing it. You're amazing. And you're doing <laughs> such an incredible job. I know this wasn't in the draft, but haha. Um, <laughs> no, seriously, it's like, it's wonderful watching you work and working with you. You know, there's, I have no like, oh, I hope that anything or I don't even have to really send you anything because you already have it and know it. Um, But how are you feeling? I know, you know, T minus three weeks, this has been on your mind for several months. You've been actively planning and already doing a lot of work for it. What's, what's your mood? Yeah. What is the vibe? That's a very good question. But to be honest, I mean, just hearing you say that, like my whole sort of strategy through planning this um, Mm -hmm. has been trying to think of every single question or need that my team might 
um, find necessary in order to work the show super smoothly. So Mm -hmm. like you've seen my monday.com board, you've seen all my planning documents. I'm like trying to ask myself every single question that y'all might ask me and then I'll already hopefully have an answer or a solution. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, I I feel good in the sense that we really started planning as soon as we decided we were going, which was, you know, one might say a little late in the game when we did secure our booth, which is completely fine because we just jumped into action right then and there. And that was like November? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was November. It was like right before Thanksgiving. And the good news was, is we've been talking to booth partners. We've been talking to creative agencies, sort of just to like really get the lay of the land. Um, I already knew exactly who I wanted to work with there. So it was just a matter of sending an email, letting them know our booth specs, and then like getting down to it. Um, but I, I feel good in the sense where like so many things have been planned in advance. Now it's just the anticipation for the show. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and I'm ready to go. Like I, if they said we're starting Expo West early, I'd be like, (laughs) let's go (laughs) as long as the palette can get there. (laughs) So let's talk a little bit. I mean, I think, you know, it's interesting, right? But I did have good time creative on, you know, however many months ago mm-hmm. saying like, if you're going to think about going, now's the time to think about going. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, with three weeks to go, we're not going to be able to help people like pre pre game. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, our, if we had to sort of sum up as a marketing team, our general goal for anything, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a party, an ad, you know, a a keyword search, Mm -hmm. an influencer, blah, 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 you name it, it would be, you know, we're going to be paying a lot for this thing, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. Let's extract all of the value out of it that we can. So don't do social nature without capturing emails. Mm -hmm. Don't do demos without getting the insights, right? Like Mm -hmm. everything is so expensive in the world of marketing I mean, and especially, you know, three days for what, $25,000 or something. I mean, it's not cheap. So you really want to make sure that you're getting as much out of it as possible. And that's where I'd like to help people because you can go and you can have a pretty booth and, you know, sample, um, or you can really just get every last ounce out of that lemon. Um, And so I guess, you know, I'd like your just general thoughts of not necessarily like, okay, now it's time to design your booth because we're past that now. Mm -hmm. But, you know, assuming that the folks that are listening are going, Mm -hmm. you know, how do you think about getting the most out of the spend? Like, what are some things that are just like, don't waste this opportunity. Don't, don't bleed the money on that. Yep. Yeah. Um, so we did a couple things. I would say the biggest thing for me was being mindful of printed materials and making sure what we were getting printed could be evergreen. So mm-hmm. basically nothing that we got printed for the show says Expo West 2024. We got great stickers that we can slap on all of our marketing collateral. That is an Expo West specific Mm. QR code. That was Bridget's Mm -hmm. idea. Genius. Um, And we can put that custom sticker on any piece of collateral that we're bringing with us to Expo West, but Mm -hmm. all of the printed collateral can be used after the show. So that QR code Mm -hmm. takes a buyer or a, you know, who a partner and investor to what? So they'll scan the QR code. There'll be a landing page with request a sample from Haven's kitchen. Um, need to reach the sales team, an email contact there. Want to visit our website, explore more, a link to our website. 
um, Mm -hmm. a digital sell sheet, basically anything that folks might need to reach us or to learn more about the brand or to email expo at havenskitchen.com for something specific regarding the show, they can find all of those resources through that QR code. One QR code. Okay, awesome. Now going back to juicing the lemon. So that one sticker that can be slapped on, so we're not wasting money on printed materials that we can only use for this thing. That's really great because they do get expensive. What else? They get expensive. It's always a shame when you have just like a box full of whatever Mm -hmm. that you just can never use again. Um, Mm -hmm. And I thought that same sort of way with all of our swag Evergreen, we it's Amazing we're swag. using it for a specific launch. Um, but again, like it can be used at other trade shows for um, folks at retailers for my team. Like it's you know hitting a bunch of different levers. And then yep. I really wanted to make sure um, that our sales team felt supported and seen. Um, cause you know, I feel like that's kind of what switched for us when it became not just like a marketing show, it also mm-hmm. became a selling show and mm-hmm. it also became clear how important it was for this product launch that we're about to dive into. Um, I was just like, all right, I need to make sure our sampling program is on point And people are really able to experience what it is that we're marketing and be able to understand how it's going to make um, a retailer shine or how a consumer is going to fall in love with this product. Um, And so that was another thing, working with a really great brand partner who is comping a huge portion of what we're, we're sampling our new product with. Um, and saving a little bit of change there um, by working with a brand. So you're talking about having, you know, like, because, okay, so everyone, I mean, I guess by the time this is out in the world, (laughs) uh, so is the new product. We've been like nervous (laughs) to let it out, but we're making aioli, yay. And um, super fun, easy squeezy. They happen to be vegan and keto, super bold flavors. you know, all of the good stuff from our fresh line in terms of like flavor and helping home cooks and making cooking fun. Um, but maybe a little bit easier to understand and a little easier and more obvious, like what to do with it and Mm -hmm. shelf stable. So when you say, um, comping, you mean that we are, because it's a condiment, putting it on a Mm -hmm. little cracker or pita chip does not necessarily show how it shines but we're working with, you know, a a plant-based nugget company um, and using them. They're using us, we're using them. And it's like this, like, you know, love fest essentially. Totally. And they're right next to us, um, which is great. And then we're also sampling with a couple other brands um, who aren't attending the show, but again, it's just like, value add for us because we're able to show folks like all the things that they can do with our aiolis without fully stealing um, the thunder from the product launch. It really is just like use case after use case after use case. So people really understand, okay, I get it now. Um, Right. This this is is multi-day part, multi-meal. Exactly. So speaking of that, you know, one of the things that I think you're really good at, and this isn't just Expo, this is just across partnerships in general, you know, you can't expect another company's team to, A, really know how to make your product shine. They're not Mm -hmm. your brand. And also to, to take the time to make sure, right? Like they're, they're, they're spending 25 K also or whatever it is. So they want to sell their nugget or potato spud or whatever it is. (laughs) They don't necessarily want to sell us, but obviously when you do these collabs with other brands, they are mutually beneficial because they need a little bit of something we need to show what we go well on. So I feel like you're very good at sort of saying to the other team, 
hey, this is how we're going to help your brand shine and how we're going to make sure that we're doing Mm -hmm. right by you. And this is what we need you guys to do on our behalf. So can you dig into that a little bit? Because I do think these partnerships are great, but they're only great if someone walks away knowing what that potato was or what that, you know, jalapeno aioli was and how do I even get in touch with that brand and what was that thing that you squeezed on Mm -hmm. there and all that. So go into that for a sec. Yeah. I mean, so uh, with our cooking sauces, with the aioli, like I think we've done a really good job at sort of positioning ourselves as the sidekick. Um, And it's just with a sauce with an aioli with something you're dunking or marinating. That's just like the nature of the product. Mm -hmm. So for me, I just, I knew for our sampling program, like within our booth, I needed to be putting our aioli on something delicious in order for people to really understand the full story about what our aioli is going to do to your nuggets, to your fries, to your veggie bites, to your, you know, mm-hmm. whatever you want to use it on, you can use it on. Um, and so that was sort of something I was thinking through a lot without also putting like a ton of labor um, right. on my team and also needing to think through getting samples out as fast as possible. So that's kind, yeah. kind of how like I've thought about our booth, I guess. Um, and then separately with folks who are sampling with our product, um, you know, we're arming them with a really simple, clear information card about us, about the product, some key, um, information that kind of like makes us stand out from the condiment set. And again, we're sticking that QR code on that piece of collateral so people can find us. Um, Got it. And the great thing is too, is like most of our partners are in the North Hall, which Mm -hmm. is where we are. So we're not far away from anyone we're partnering with. Um, And yeah, I would say it's just, you need to be really honest with expectations. And if there is sort of like an ounce of stress that like you might be adding to a brand's plate or they might be adding to your plate, really just like thinking through, okay, is this going to elevate my sampling program? How is it going to impact my team? Um, Is it going to impact the amount of samples I'm able to churn out? Mm -hmm. Um, Right. Because everything sounds really fun and exciting, but then then you're there and you have like three linear feet and two air fryers and 80,000 people. (laughs) But one of the things that I do also that you, you came up with that I think is so genius. You said to me early on, I really want to do a hash brown in the morning because I feel like, you know, condiments are definitely, you know, they're not, they're not as early morning and a lot of times buyers come by first thing and they're like, no, Mm -hmm. no, like, no, thank you. It's too Too early early. for me to try something spicy or savory or whatever. So giving them the context of something breakfasty is genius. And then in conjunction with that, we're having little, you know, things of coffee and making it into our own little mini activations. So we don't necessarily, we're not, you know, sending out an invitation to 2000 people saying come to a happy hour, which, you know, I mean, it's always amazing when brands do that fly by Jing, they had like them. And I think, I think they partnered with sun noodle. Like it was Mm -hmm. just like, there was one aisle last year at expo that was like a party starting at five o'clock. This is not that this is more, if we happen to get your attention during the breakfast time and we can keep you for a couple more minutes by offering you a cold brew with a little bit of oat milk, mm-hmm. you know, with your hash brown and this can be your breakfast moment, that's extracting that juice. It's just like yeah. that extra little squeeze so that not a minute is wasted. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I always say this is like how I think about email. Um, Mm -hmm. 
you need to lean into like what is relevant for people at any given time, whether it's a holiday or the time of month or the weather, what, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. And even if it's a three hour period of time, if you can frame your product or whatever it is you're selling to be relevant to that person between 9 a.m. and 12 p.m. And that's saying, mm-hmm. hey, enjoy this hash brown for breakfast using very right. specific language. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people are going to click more. People are going to try your product more. Yeah. Um, and just really leaning into like, it, it feels obvious, but like I just, I, no, I see so it, many missed opportunities yeah. with just like, yep. If you just change the way you're talking a little bit, people mm-hmm. are going to resonate with what you're trying to sell, what you're trying to market so much more because they can immediately just understand yeah. the use case. Well, I mean, essentially what you're talking about, you know, neither you or I are like formally trained in any of this, but we've learned alongside together. And mm-hmm. I think what defines the way that you and Court and Ash and like Bridge and the marketing team in general operates at Havens is that it is not look at our product, look at our thing, use our thing, and it will make you happy. Mm-hmm. It's more what's going on in your life. When are you deciding what to cook for the week? How do you feel at 2 p.m. when you kind of want a turkey sandwich, but you know, you're not sure? And then how do we fit into your life exactly. as opposed to you can fit into ours. And exactly. I don't know, that's probably marketing 101, but <laughs> it really does feel like a revelation when you start to think that way and frame everything that way. Because you could have, like you said, you could have, you know, tater tots dunked in aioli at 930. But if you frame it as a breakfast moment, Mm-hmm. it psychologically feels different to someone walking by the booth. Yeah. And then they're, they're like giving themselves permission in a way. Totally. Um, and that's why I like with that. our coffee partner, like they aren't sampling us at their booth. Like it did not make sense for them. Right. Um, yep. But I was like, what do you need from me um, in order to get a case of your cold brew at our booth and for you to feel comfortable with that. You know, like I was really willing to make that work because I really wanted to like produce that moment in the morning because the amount of rejections you receive um, during that time when you're kind of a savory product because the protein bars, they'll get you. You know, mm-hmm. people people eat the protein bars in the morning, <laughs> but they won't they won't eat aioli. So like it's yeah. now they will. Now they will. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, All right. We're gonna take a little break and then we're gonna come back and talk about comms. We'll yeah. be right back. Hearst Ranch is a proud sponsor of the Heritage Radio Network. The Hearst family has been raising cattle on the rich, sustainable native grasslands of California's Central Coast for over 150 years. Piedra Blanca Rancho in San Simeon is the original Hearst Ranch, founded by George Hearst in 1865. George's son was the famous publisher, William Randolph Hearst. In addition to being known for building the iconic Hearst Castle, William was, like his father before him, an avid rancher. In his words, I would rather spend a month at the ranch than any place in the world. Thanks to one of the largest land conservation easements in California history, a joint effort with the California Rangeland Trust, the American Land Conservancy, and the state of California, the working landscape at Hearst Ranch will be preserved forever. Learn more about Hearst Ranch at HearstRanch.com. I'm back with Maddie Kennedy from none other than Haven's Kitchen. Um, Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about your project management here because you have this Monday checklist. It is like a novel or, (laughs) you know, an encyclopedia. Um, I mean, how... How are, how, what is it, what are the tabs look like in there? You know, and again, like we're not going to be able to sort of help everyone. I would imagine that anyone at this point is pretty well organized, but um, just as I think you're really, really good at that part. And to save anyone any like whoops 
oh no moments. Mm -hmm. Um, Talk a little bit about the way that you've organized the checklists. And I mean, we have a meeting every week and you just run through the checklist and we all ask questions. And so how is that? What does that look like? Um, So I've built that document as sort of like my brain, like whenever I have a thought or even like a fear of like forgetting something, like it goes Mm -hmm. in that document and I don't check something off of that document until I know like it has arrived at Carlos's home or it's been shipped and delivered to our office because there's just, you never know what's going to happen. But I really keep it general at the top. I have the entire team's like travel information at the top. Yep. I can't tell you how many times that Slack channel that you created all the way at the top of the Slack channel is like Uh our booth number, the dates. Yeah. You know, I've gone back to that, I would say 30 times. Right. I just scrolled to the top. It's like amazing amazing. that it's there. Yeah. Thank Um, you. Well, because, you know, I, I try to do those things. So I'm saving myself time. I'm saving you Mm -hmm. time. I'm saving everyone I don't, no one's afraid of me, let's be honest. But, you know, some people get nervous about asking questions like that because they're like, I should know this, but I don't. Yes, we should. Um, but we so don't. they don't want to yeah. message me, but like, I obviously don't care. Like, it's fine. Um, right. So I try to keep like all of that information really public and available. Um, and then, yeah, I have two massive checklists one's for the booth, one is. Um, for the sampling program. And then I just keep like a Maddie to-do list on the bottom where it's, you know, submitting awards, it's making dinner reservations, it's Mm -hmm. ordering a box cutter and like just Mm -hmm. random things like that, um, that Mm -hmm. I sort of need to take care of. So that's the Monday board. And then I have my weekly meeting list of things that I just need to review with the team, um, which those I really appreciate because as much as I think that I'm covering every or uncovering every question or concern that someone might have, that's mm-hmm. sort of like my time to check myself and be like, oh, okay, Ashley brought up a really good point in that meeting. I should probably um, – look into a sneeze guard or, or something like that, whatever. Right. Um, and those are really, really helpful for me because I do, um, you know, before I'm going to bed, I'm like, Oh my God, what did I forget? <laughs> well, but I need even to- <laughs> like the other day when we were talking and you're like, yeah, there's a different color flag for the different flavors of aioli. Yeah. <laughs> like, where did that, I'm like, that's, I don't think I would have thought of that, but of course, like, you, you know, keep it, um, you know, it was, it was just a good idea. Yeah. I think I also am, yes, I'm project managing all of this and like, I'm the project lead, but like, you know, Bridget has been amazing with, mm-hmm. Coming to me with, yes, she's Mm -hmm. our graphic designer with coming to me with ideas. She's sort of um, what I call the set designer in my head. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And we did the initial sampling program in the office and I grabbed those flags from a brand collaboration we did like last year just to see how they Mm -hmm. looked. And we were having a conversation like, I definitely want to get these flags, but Yuzu and jalapeno look a lot alike and they taste Mm -hmm. really different from each other. And if Mm -hmm. someone doesn't like spice, they're going to be upset that they had jalapeno. jalapeno. And we just came up with that idea. It's like, that's how we're going to categorize the samples and how we're going to know what we need to make more of is, you know, with these different colored flags. But, but you um, also made a really good point that you guys did. I mean, that was, I think before winter break, I mean, was that in December or was that in January? It was it was the first week of January when the whole team okay. was and in you New ran York. through here's how long it takes to make the nuggets, here's mm-hmm. how long I mean, so 
And in doing that, I mean, I think that's a very important step for people if they haven't already done it, yeah. you know, do a dry run and going back to, you know, the, the post on LinkedIn, because the way that you have set this up for yourself and for our team, I think has been, first of all, a very fun way to see it, but also great analogy. So your whole thing is like, see it like you're putting on, I think of like a regional theater production, <laughs> like, like waiting for Guffman or, or you know, like the, the one about camp, you know, the, the camp one with yeah. um, oh. the adorable guy from the politician. I just watched that. What's his name and what's her name? Theater ben camp. Ben Plow. Yes. Yeah, theater camp, great. like places, everyone, mm-hmm. like. Like we're, we're, we are kind of, we're taking it seriously, but we also know like how absurd the whole thing is, but also it is really expensive. And there's like the costume planning, which is, you know, what are we all wearing? Everyone has Mm -hmm. a role. Like once you Mm -hmm. guys see my, um, team schedule, like at the top, there's a list of everyone attending and I have their role literally like (laughs) it's just and it it's how I also like deal with I think the stress of it and right obviously taking it very seriously but if I'm able to just put a little Broadway spin on things Mm -hmm. and make it a little more entertaining for for Mm -hmm. myself like god willing I will do it so yeah you know, speaking of costumes and, you know, thinking about what to wear, one of the things that I thought, you know, Courtney brought up months ago was, you know, and, and Miguel actually, Leal wrote this in his LinkedIn post last week about Expo. Mm-hmm. We are like little mini billboards walking to the bathroom, walking to go get water. We should yes. all be, even if we're not necessarily like, carrying a sign that says, go to booth, whatever, Mm -hmm. we need to look like we're in the chorus of a show together. Totally. You know, yeah. everyone needs, it's like a production, people have costumes and those costumes, you stand and you see how well those costumes go together and do Mm -hmm. they represent the message of the story and all of that. So I feel like this year we're you know, we're not all going to necessarily wear the exact same thing every day, but right. we're definitely streamlined. Yeah. And we have, we have our work yeah. shirts, we have mm-hmm. our aioli caps, um, mm-hmm. and our bandanas, you know, I'm all about figuring out how to <laughs> put that bandana on in a way that doesn't make me look like a tool. Um, but you, you know, also like if you're doing like, well, yeah, but if you are doing it as like a production show type of thing, yeah, it also makes you feel less um, self conscious if totally. you do end up looking like a tool. Right, you're just dressed <laughs> as your character. You are who exactly. you are. Like that's just who you were casted as, and like there's nothing right. you can do about it. I was it. casted as the founder. Yeah. Um. So here's the thing. Let's talk about comms a little bit. Let's talk mm-hmm. about because even last week we were you know, we got nominated, um, for this nexty award for, you know, our jalapeno flavor, which is like huge and very exciting. We are launching the product right now. I mean, I think as of this, like when people are listening to this, you can go to our Amazon page and actually buy it. Not on our website just yet, but on Amazon. Um, we think, it's still Monday, so we're hoping that by Thursday that's a definite, but give it a yeah. shot. Um, we, we, we have to announce our booth number. We have to announce a new line. Like, right. We have a lot of things to communicate. Yes. Um, so our expo announcement isn't just an expo announcement. It's a new line announcement and a Nexty Award announcement. And so we right. decided last week that like we can't do that all no. in, one, in one shot. So I guess, you know, for you, like thinking about to the outside world, Mm -hmm. you know, what is the most important, like, what is the hierarchy, I guess, of messaging Mm -hmm. for telling people what you're going to 
be doing and where you're going to be at Expo West? And what are the things, like, what are the announcements that really resonate with you versus the ones that you're like, well, if I were a buyer, I don't know that I'd be running to right. that booth. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we sort of decided last week, we were trying to say way too much in one announcement. And then the whole issue was there is that the next E nominations were coming out on the 21st and it would be featuring our new product, which we didn't sort of <laughs> that want was them to like funny. launch yeah. for us. Um, <laughs> and then we, of course, wanted to have really clear messaging with where folks could find us at Expo West and that we were attending the show. Um, mm-hmm. And all of this stuff is like really important information. Um, and I think the decision to split them up into two separate announcements was very smart. I just, again, I think back to like how I um, strategize for email and like, if you have too many call to actions, people don't know mm-hmm. what to do with mm-hmm. the content. So um, we split it up. We're going to launch and talk about Aeoli on the 21st with no comms about Expo West. And then right. the next day, we will make our announcement that we're attending the show and we have a next D nomination. Um, and for that piece of creative specifically, um, your booth number really needs to be the star of the show. Um, Mm -hmm. Again, that might seem obvious, but sometimes you see um, folks are are doing a little too much there. Um, And then having sort of like an elevator sentence about your brand and what people can expect um, at the booth. And then also, you know, we were – nominated for Nexty, which is so excited. Our jalapeno was. So we're going mm-hmm. to be featuring that badge on there with the specific product that's nominated. And, um, you know, that should really draw folks to want to come visit our booth because um, if the panel of judges felt that it's, jalapeno it's was- pantry item. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was super delish. Like that should be a really nice call out for people to really want to try some aioli. Yeah. What about internal? Like, so all of this is sort of outward facing communications. We're figuring out basically how to attract buyers, how to attract other brands, how to attract potential investors. Mm -hmm. I mean, Expo, you know, I mean, if you haven't listened to the Startup CPG podcast about prepping for Expo West, it just to listeners, I, I posted it on my LinkedIn this past weekend. It was a really great episode. They had three different founders talking about Expo, very different approaches and vibes. Um, but I just thought it was like chock full of really good tidbits. Um, Mm -hmm. but you know, one of the things I think, you know, that they were saying was, okay, it's very easy as a founder or, you know, someone who works at a brand to be super high energy for the Wegmans buyers or whatever. But mm-hmm. when it's someone who is selling you packaging or ingredients or logistics help, mm, not as into it. And yeah. I think that goes back to juicing the lemon because every single person there is there because they're in this industry and every single person there can be a consumer. Totally. And I, what makes me sad is when there's like this, it's not important enough to talk to. That said, you know, I or our, you know, sales team don't necessarily need to talk to every single person because it is exhausting and I get overwhelmed, you know, rather quickly. Um, Etc. So having having the cast in place for where we stand and who we talk to and how we hand the right people to the right people, all mm-hmm. making them feel special. Yep. Um, but that re- you said something that reminded me of that. Oh, that's 
that's something that you do need to communicate internally to your team. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I guess my question is, you know, what have you found, what you've asked the team, what do they need from you? What have you found is the, is, is the best way to get the team ready mm-hmm. for the big event, you know, practicing yeah. their lives and whatnot? For sure. So we have a deck, a brand deck with, you know, pretty standard information about us as a brand, about what it is that we're sampling, and then FAQs. And then I have Carlos working on some sales details as well. So yes. Um, So if there's any basic questions about sales at Haven's Kitchen, we can answer those questions. And then when it gets to a certain point, we can either give. VCs are you guys in and. Yes. You, yeah. All that. Exactly. Um, we can either hand a business card um, off to this person, or if Carlos is available to chat, hand them off to Carlos. But uh, essentially I hear what you're saying. We want to give everyone our time and energy and for them to feel, you know, like they're getting all of our excitement um, in a conversation. But I think there is also something to be said with sort of getting into these rabbit hole conversations and you're maybe not really sure what the solution is, like where you're going. It's just getting a little... A little too much. Um, yeah. So we have a great, we're getting a, a business card printed. That's just like expo at havenskitchen.com. And love it. you know, let's continue this conversation. I would love to hear more. I would love to connect you to my logistics team or my operations team. Um, send an email to this address and we'll make sure that you're connected to the right person. Um, and, you know, always handling with care. Um, that's right. kind of like my whole approach with everything. You just, you don't want to make anyone feel or leave a bad taste in anyone's mouth. And like, the truth is maybe they're not like able to help your brand from a sales perspective or an investment perspective, but you may have just created a new brand ambassador who mm-hmm. is really excited about your product and sees it at the store talks about it, tells a friend, whatever. Um, so I think there's, you, you never know who you might be talking to and what they might be able to do for you, even if it's not 100% like aligned with, with your goals for the show. Um, but yeah, we have a pretty like specific, I guess, script, but I also want my team to be really comfortable with going off the script a little bit and like making it their own and personal because I also feel that it can be really obvious if you're sort of chatting through something and it's not authentic. Um, And then also just making them feel like, hey, it's okay if you don't know the answer to something or you don't know how to respond to something. It's 50% of our team hasn't been to a trade show or to Expo West. So like I am predicting there to be moments where, you know, they (laughs) stumble on their words or they Mm -hmm. get a little like kooky and that it's giving everyone grace. I get kooky all the time. Like Like we all do. Yeah. It happens all the time. But Um, I mean, going back to sort of the deck you were talking about too, mm -hmm. you know, I think our struggle for the last six years has been, Mm -hmm. we are so many things. We are healthy, but we're also super fun flavors. We're Mm -hmm. also refrigerated. We're also, you know, in a pouch. We, you can use this to cook. You can use this to add on. Like there's environmentally better, you know, I mean, literally you could, we're just so many it's like things. We're, we're too many things. We obviously tried to streamline a bit with Aoli just by making it shelf stable where you find other condiments. But other than that, I mean, it's still pretty innovative. Um, yeah. And the brand itself is a lot of things. So what I've struggled with is, you know, 
distilling that into, I mean, what is Haven's Kitchen? Mm-hmm. What are we sampling? Right. What are you eating today? Right. What does it do for you? And even though I think we all know that, having it kind of written out mm-hmm. in a way that we can kind of take and make our own. Yes. Is, is you know, will be really helpful even for me. Right. Well, because I, I think we've always, and being at the company for almost Ever. five years, <laughs> like we get yeah. so um, just caught up in in the blades of grass. That's what, what Ashley and I like to call it, where it'll be really just diving far too deep into things and creating these stories or campaigns that we really like think are genius to be honest Clever. and then we yeah. like take yeah. a, we take a step back and it's like hold on a minute <laughs> this yeah. might be making sense for us cuz we're so close to the product but like answering and asking those really simple questions like what do i put this on mm-hmm. um is is something that we have to practice because we're like, what do you mean? You can put it on anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's mm-hmm. delicious with everything, but giving those really specific guidelines and really specific use cases and really specific flavor callouts is so important for these types of shows because you do get people coming to your booth and they'll just hammer you with questions. Like it'll it'll feel yeah. as if they like want you to to mess up or something and it's like yeah intimidating, but knowing that you can take a deep breath, take pause and just be like, all right, let me think about this for a second and mm-hmm. give a really nice answer. Um, that's sort of what I'm trying to create for our team, including our brand pillars. So like when there are those sort of doubtful moments, you can always go back to like what it is that we're trying to do. Convenience. Mm-hmm. Right. We're yeah. better for you. Bold global flavors. Like we know those are our brand pillars and it's just like, okay, how can I expand on whichever point I'm trying to make right now? Yeah. Um, No, it's, it's, it's so good. I want to go to one other thing about comms because I feel like there are almost like three buckets. mm -hmm. There's, you know, all of the stuff that you're doing internally, you're going to go through it all with everyone. You're going to give everyone sort of the talking points, not too much information, but those FAQs, how is it different from the things on shelf around us, all of that stuff. Right. Um, you have external comms where you're letting people know, you know, we're going to, obviously, I think all of our Gmail profiles are changing, LinkedIn yep. announcements, et cetera. Um, but you also made something for the sales team mm-hmm. to send out to brokers and buyers, um, which yes. if anyone hasn't done that yet, that is probably, this is a good time to do it. Mm-hmm. And because I think to your point, it's like there's push and there's pull and pull is always better, Yeah, you know? And so- sending them something that makes them want to come as opposed to just putting something out in the world and hoping someone writes it down in their Sees notebook. It. Yeah. Right. Um, so was the information on the broker slash buyer announcement done differently than the consumer facing or like LinkedIn facing or business facing, I guess, um, comms? It was tweaked minorly. Essentially, mm-hmm. we just needed Carlos to fill in some questions that folks might have. So it's like, again, you're just kind of trying to understand and answer questions that people might have before they're asking the question. So mm-hmm. I think we put barcodes on that PDF. Right. To be honest, I was trying to there. pull it up to to see it. Cause I can't exactly mm-hmm. remember what's on there, but, um, I think you did. You put UPCs, barcodes, um, mm-hmm. specific callouts for like each flavor, which of course we're doing with our, our marketing comms and like LinkedIn comms as well. So honestly, 
this announcement for brokers and for our sales team, it was super straightforward in the sense where we provided our booth number, the fact that we were launching a brand new product and mm-hmm. that they would be the first to sample this brand new product. Right. Um, with that, again, sort of elevator sentence, a delicious, better for you flavor shortcut for busy people. So adding that usage case or who we're kind of targeting right mm-hmm. away. Right. Got it. Yeah. And I mean, I think this goes back to, you know, we're very much focused on the marketing aspect of Expo, Mm -hmm. but I mean, for everyone listening, this is, this is the pregame, right? So this is, you know, buyers aren't going to set up meetings very most likely, but this is, you know, finding out where buyers are going to be, finding out who's going to be there, letting your brokers know your, your priority list of people that you want to talk to. You want them to bring by your booth, you mm-hmm. should know who you can launch in. You should know right. who's unlikely to take a new brand or a new SKU or whatever it is. You should know their resets. Like this is when you do a lot of the work. So you don't just, again, show up and hope that everyone sees you. There are right. 4,000 brands, there are 80,000 people. So in terms of that, like juicing the lemon from a sales perspective, you're going to be able to get more juice from the squeeze if you do the pregame. But to Maddie's earlier point, this is not an order taking show. It's not the UNFI or KAHE buying show where they put in POs right then. So it is more of a marketing who we are, look at the hype, get excited about our product start the connection so that when that review does come up or, you know, when you reach back out to those buyers in a couple of weeks, they're, you know, you're memorable. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think it's like when you think pre and then you think during, right. Having that, I mean, the, I don't remember unite, I guess, bar um, the founder of that on the startup CPG podcast said something about, making sure that your samples are really good. You know, yeah. it's very easy to like forget that this is like people are tasting it for the first time. People have no idea what they're tasting. So what is it? Right. And making sure that it's in its best possible form, even if you end up having some waste is worth it. And then obviously the follow-up. Um, yes. And I guess Maddie Mads, like one of the things that you you have like in your, I don't know, it was either in your bio or something like you always talk about immersing people and welcoming them into the Haven's Kitchen universe, whether that's through IRL activations or partnerships or email, you know, or this um, demos, you know, that that's like your mission Mm -hmm. um, in your role. And it, it, you know, it comes out in all these different ways. But I guess the big question is like, how is our Expo West booth and our Expo West presence mm-hmm. going to be immersing and welcoming people into the Haven's Kitchen universe? And you can talk about specifics because no one's going to copy us at this point. <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, so... Early, early, early on in, when we were talking about aioli and how we were going to market it and, and the fact that it was a shelf-stable condiment and, you know, we've got some really n- notorious brands in in that mm-hmm. set. Heinz, to name to name one, um, obviously. Yeah. Um, and Hellman's. Right. Hellman's, like <laughs> mm, – Ashley, our our content director, had sort of this thought of like it's always been there or like it's – it maybe wasn't there, but it should have been. And really Mm -hmm. embracing uh, nostalgia and how, you know, people use condiments in like honestly grotesque ways. Like we can play with ketchup if that's what you like. You can put – more mayo in the aioli if you want to. Like, I don't know, Mm -hmm. like do your thing. Um, And so then when we decided we were going to go to Expo, I 
was chatting with you about it and you were like diner vibes, 1950s, like I'm imagining <laughs> a kitchenette. So yeah. I think all, leaning into like your creative team there, sort of what is the underlying like feeling that you're trying to evoke from people who are seeing your booth? And like once we kind of figured out this this theme, my job was kind of like, all right, like how can I really immerse people who are trying out this aioli for the first time in this sort of like mini kitchenette experience. Mm -hmm. And it's details like a really fun menu. It's having um, metal details around our counter. Um, We're wearing work shirts as our costumes, like button up work shirts. And we have these bandanas that we'll all have on. So kind of like leaning into that diner uniform look. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know. I I really, that really stuck with me, that feeling of nostalgia and, and looking on Pinterest and seeing some of those like old menu designs and illustrations and. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the bag, our right, like, like, Dubai the, sample bag is like unbelievable. Yeah. The bodega bag is so good. Oh um, my gosh. But, and I think, you know, to your point, it's, it, you, it's a, it's, if I think about our evolution, you know, our booth is usually the five flavors or the six mm-hmm. flavors. Like mm-hmm. it's very product forward. It's not necessarily brand forward and it's not necessarily like lifestyle forward, mm-hmm. you know, or theme forward. It's, it's product. And yeah. that works in certain cases. I think it really works at a UNFI show. Mm-hmm. But I think there's something about Expo. Now you have to be careful, right? Because you don't want people being like, did I just go to a diner or was that right. a brand? And what was the brand? Because I, <laughs> I don't remember what I ate. And was it the hash brown or like what? So it's it's a little more work when you're not like on the nose with it. But mm-hmm. I think this is the show. That's That's why it is more of a marketing show than a sales show in a lot of ways because it's a little bit of a creative flex. Hopefully that's why people go, I think, you know? Yeah. So I totally agree with that. Um, it is definitely sort of like a show your feathers type of show, but Mm -hmm. we were, as we were designing our booth, we were really careful between that fine line of like, are we being too kitschy? Like, can people right. tell what we're doing? Um, at one point we wanted to add like, the booth. <laughs> right. Like we wanted kitchenette to be in there somewhere. And then we're like, no, what are we doing? Everyone's going to think we're changing our name. Like, right. so y- you have those back and forth moments and we've really landed, I think in a great balance between, it's going to be very clear what our product is. We have sort of this theme and this little world that we're, um, mm-hmm introducing to folks, but it's not going to be confusing for people. Right. Um, Yeah. Yeah. There was one um, last year that I visited, I think, I think it was a beverage. Of course, I don't remember anything, but it was, it was like you walked into this little store and they Mm -hmm. were, it was just great. There's a lot of kitchens out there. There's, there's other, you know, worlds that these booths create. Um, But I'm really excited about about this one. Any final words to the people that are planning Expo or the people that are going to Expo who aren't necessarily planning it that you would like to share a wise one? <sighs> well, you know, as you're planning, I think there's just you got to keep in mind that things may not go as planned and that is okay. Um, Mm -hmm. You have your controls and you got to embrace the things you can control and the things you can't, you just kind of, you can't let them stress you out too much. So that would be like my, like that's, I'm trying not to, it's how you talk about when you're hosting like a dinner party. If people Mm -hmm. are coming over and you're stressed and you're, 
you know, yeah, a little bit angry and your yeah. energy is off and like whatever, like they're not going to have a good time. And that's kind of mm-hmm. how I'm treating this like with our team is like, mm-hmm. I need to be even keel because if I'm not, then like that's just going to trickle down to everyone who's working the show. Everyone's going to be on edge. Everyone's going to be anxious. So like mm-hmm. if I'm cool as a cucumber, then everyone else is going to be cool as a cucumber. And if shit happens, we're going to figure yep. it out. Um, yeah, I love that. So that's, I don't know. It's hard. We're all like dogs and you're like um, Caesar Milan. <laughs> sure. Yeah, we can. <laughs> we're going to we pick go up on your it. energy and your yeah. energy is going to be super chill and we're all going to stay very chill. hydrated. You're building in breaks for everyone because it's yep. too much. Yeah. Everyone's going to wear compression socks. Right. Um, we're all bringing normal food, mm-hmm. you know. And it's going to be amazing. And Maddie Mads, I mean, thank you for everything that you do, but especially right now, thank you for planning this incredible event for us. Of course. And if you're going to the show, booth N1635 is where you will find us. Wheeling and dealing in the North Hall. Yes. Um, Yes. We'll be there. Come see us. It's going to be really fun. I'm try our new honestly, Yeah. And you can try our brand mm-hmm. new product. It's going to be great. Yes. Amazing. Um, and thank you for coming on the show, Hot Stuff. Thanks. Was a pleasure yeah. as always. Amazing. And Liam, thank you for engineering on a holiday. Um, much appreciated. But the people really need to know how to do Expo. <laughs> <laughs> this is critical critical Critical. information for a very, very small group of people in a very, very strange little subset that we call (laughs) CPG. Um, But all of you folks, I will be back next week with another episode of In the Sauce. In the Sauce is powered by Simplecast. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. Keep in touch at heritageradionetwork.org slash subscribe.